What's going on, guys? This is the latest edition of 27 Outs, the podcast. I'm Stefan Martinez, alongside Ivan Morabell, and you already know who the third guy is, the engineer extraordinaire, Mr. Rick DeRaza, and we got a special guest in the building. He, he usually says something outlandish, like, is it ash or maple? Is it long or longer? <laughs> Does it have enough cork in it? Yeah, so there you go. It? Special guest in the building. The host of the first season of this 27 Outs thing, Mr. Emilio Ortega. What up, yo? Thank you. Thank you for, for visiting us today. Big balls, man. Big hey, balls. Hey, yo. Hey, 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 hey. We're, we're like one member away from like four this being. Yeah, man. That, Which. Again, four Corners vibes. Uh, uh, we'll leave that alone. <laughs> anyway. um, So. Let me just start this here. He played the Beanie Siegel, the truth, and I guess it's time for us to tell the truth on the show about some teams and most specifically the team in Philadelphia and why I think the Philadel- the team in Philadelphia, the Phillies more, to be more exact, is overrated. I'll tell you why I think the Phillies overrated. Bryce Harper's going to hit when Bryce Harper hits. He wants to. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to do what he wants to do when he wants to do right. it. I like the JT Real Muto signing, but I think the Andrew McCutcheon signing blowing out his uh, ACL is going to be huge for them. Because I look at it this way. You can play that next beat, Razor. I look at it from this standpoint. I think Tell me what to do. Okay. Andrew McCutcheon is the guy that was going to lead them in the playoffs. The veteran presence guy right. that can steal some bases, get on base, Where's that stealing element coming from besides Gene Segura and Scott Kingery? Is a problem. Another thing, this bullpen, disaster. Vincent Velasquez is the opener. Please, that is a disaster. You need it, okay, to stop playing games, Philadelphia. If you're going to give Bryce Harper this money, you better go get Brad Hand. You better go get Shane Green. Get somebody in the ninth inning. To make me even worth considering you for a deep playoff run. There's some pretty good closers that are gonna that are gonna be out there, you know, on the market. I mean, yeah. you mentioned two, but there's a long there's list more. of them. Will yeah. Smith as well. Yeah. Giants. There, there's yeah. a and and they're I all think, good. I think the Phillies, you need a closer and a setup man. Right. So I would sign two of them. Because if you sign one and you don't have the rest of the bullpen filtered out, that's a problem for me. You know what's funny? We're we're saying all these things about their bullpen, and the starting pitching is probably like right there, just as bad. Yeah. Like I'm pretty sure it's slightly better. Yeah. But it's not by not I'll by tell you much. This. No, but I'll tell you. But that's why I've always said to you, if Atlanta can get a get a bullpen piece or two to figure it out, that starting staff is ridiculous. Right. Philly, I'm gonna call Matt Klintek. Uh, your ownership, you gave Bryce Harper 10 at 3.30. Finish the damn deal. Don't be coming in here half pregnant going to October talking about, yeah, we're going to let the offense carry us. No, 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 no. Because I can't stand that. If I'm a Philly fan, I'm upset right. at what's going on right now. Because you're willing to give Bryce Harper the sun and the moon and the stars, but the things we need, you're not willing to give. I'm telling you right now, 
if Brad Hand or somebody of that ilk don't walk into Philadelphia's clubhouse at, before the trade deadline, not after, before it, we got a problem. Kirby Yates is another guy that I would, you know, watch, even though San Diego's telling people now nah, we're not really interested in moving him away. All right. Just watch, just watch that. I got to be honest, you know, they still have a very long time. And when I say that, I'm speaking uh, specifically about the amount of years that yeah. Bryce Harper has on that deal. You got but 12 more after this. If they don't go out and get a guy like you just mentioned, mm-hmm. year one of this Bryce Harper experiment has been a failure. Yeah. If you don't go out there I and agree. do what you have to do. And But here's the thing. You know me. I'm as plugged in as I can possibly be when it comes to things like this. And... You're hearing different names in Philadelphia. You're hearing other people being considered for, you know, um, somebody who can go into their bullpen and figure it out. But here's the thing. Nobody, they're not at the forefront of anything. When you hear bullpen pieces, you hear teams like the Astros, um, even Boston's kind of hanging on the periphery trying to see what they can squeeze out of the apple. The Cubs aren't done, I don't believe. Even with Kimbrel, I don't think they're finished. The Dodgers, you need to go get a bullpen piece. Like, you cannot tell me that we're fine with our bullpen is currently constructed because Kenley Jansen hasn't looked like Kenley Jansen for the past couple seasons. But right. here's the bigger issue. Who's getting the ball at Kenley Jansen? Joe Kelly's been abysmal. Abysmal. Um, I, I just I don't understand why these teams feel the need to, oh, we'll, we'll wait. If you know you're that good and this could be the difference between you winning and losing a World Series, wouldn't you want to have things kind of figured out so you don't have to worry about making a deal and having your, you know, pants around your ankles going, yeah, we got we got caught with our pants around our ankles because we're not doing the research. Right. I, I don't understand what the whole issue is with this. And let me be 100% honest, I, I don't know if I trust – um these teams to make moves like for me i'll use this as an example um remember a couple years ago when the toronto blue jays were like on the fringes of contention and they said you know what we're gonna go get david price we're gonna go you know figure out what to do next right and we're gonna go for it when you're this close when you're the astros close when you're red Sox close when you're dodger close you don't play around like, you go get the deals done, you need to get the deals done, because that can be the difference between you winning a World Series and losing a World Series, or shit, even winning the division and losing the division. Right, but, you know, I, you know, I, I, these teams are probably looking at where they stand in, in their respective divisions, and they're telling themselves, I think we have a comfortable lead for now. For now, but that can all now, change. Teams could easily get hot. Yeah. I mean, the, the Rockies have been playing better as late. They're right behind the By Dodgers. The way, did you see the record they broke this weekend? 90 game, 90 runs in four games between them and the San Diego Padres. Right. It's the most in Coors Field. That entire lineup is hitting. Oh, it's, by the way, you want to hear crazy. another crazy stat? The t- Detroit Tigers scored 90 runs in one month. <laughs> Their last month, they scored 90 runs for the whole month. Right. They scored, these two teams scored 90 runs in four games. Yeah. The Tigers actually have a couple pieces that teams are looking at as well. Shane Green. Mm-hmm. Um, Matthew Boyd, which right. I put in the rundown. Um, by the way, Matthew Boyd to, to Tampa, just watch that a minute. Matthew Boyd to Tampa. 
is like those under. That's the under the radar Tampa Bay Rays move. That's, they do that for a living. Who's Matthew Boyd? Where the hell did he come from? And where did you find him? And this is how it's gonna go down because he's already pitching. You know, I, I I would say he's he's all right this season. Pitching well, yeah, actually. like yeah. never before. Mm-hmm. But watch him go to Tampa. They're gonna tweak, you know, this and that, and yeah. then he's like uh, another Blake Cy Snell. Young Award winner, <laughs> yeah. Cy Young Award winner. So exactly, I think. Look, and to be honest, I love Tampa. Like Tampa to me is the type of team as he, the theme plays. They're like the Undertaker. You don't see them. You don't hear them. You, it, oh. Rest in peace. <laughs> oh, Yankees, Red Sox, rest in peace, people. Right. Listen, Tampa's scary with the limited resources they have. They finished second in the Kimbrough Street Stakes. They almost got Eddie from the Mariners the other night. Right, I read about it. I heard the Astros and the Rays were both in it for him. And the Rays win it more than the Astros. Yeah, but in the end, it came down to money, right? And I'm telling you. Who was willing to eat. If you're the Yankees, that's smart. And I'm going to tell you why it's smart. In a minute. See, a but minute. I I want to hear this for sure, but I do hope that when you explain yourself, there's a but. Because there, there has to be a there's but. There's no but because it's the perfect trade. It's the perfect trade from this standpoint. Now you're going to get a starting pitcher. Now that's going to happen. Clint but, Frazier's done. He gone. That's finished. The experiment is over. He's done. He's going to be the centerpiece to the Strowman trade. That brings you back that guy and probably some lower level prospects. We've now established Clint Frazier's role in the Yankees is, is finished. Mike Talkman's going to go back down to AAA probably tomorrow night when they bring up Stanton. Judge is going to come back up. Cameron Mabrin's going to get DFA'd. Once uh, Morales gets off the IL, well, whatever it is he got, right. he's gone. And now it's going to come down to if the Yankees want to get two starters or they want to get one. You know what this also means, though, right? The Eddie uh, trade? This actually means that Stanton might be playing the outfield. Good. The outf- the outfield. It looks like Judge Stanton, Aaron Hicks. We'll get to with them. a mixture of Brett Gardner. We'll, we'll get to them in a minute. I just wanted to make the point that the Rays were in most of this. Right. Before the Yankees said we want to be the Yankees and pull out the checkbook and pay whatever we need to pay. See, but that's their that's their main issue. If it's gonna be like this financial thing, yeah, they're always gonna be out yeah. of it. But I tell you, you got to applaud them for, for going after it. Oh, yeah. And let me tell you something. Don't be surprised if a Shane Green ends up in Tampa. If, you know what I mean? If they do something where the back end gets solidified. Because Tampa's good. Tampa's not just that. We're here just to just make your life miserable. Nah, bro. We might be the second best team in this division. And we're... For me, they're like 10 steps ahead of the Red Sox. You could sit here and tell me Red Sox got more talent, which is true. But the Rays got the pitching that is going to win you games. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Where Boston, eh, outside of price and sale, Porcello's up and down. Rodriguez is up and down. You know what I mean, we don't have a legitimate third guy to go to and go, all right, this is what, what it's going to be. Where if you bring Boyd in with Glass now and Snell, Boy, oh right. Boy. Side by side, if you were to put the the Red Sox's roster, they might have the best rotation in the American League. Right, right. That's exactly what I was about to say. You give the edge to the Red Sox as far as hitting goes. Yeah. But I mean, raised by a mile when you look at what their pitching the staff pitching. does. 
And look, they're doing it not that these dudes are no-name dudes. Let's not disrespect uh, Charlie Morton like he didn't pitch well for the Astros. Right. Charlie Morton becomes your number four. If you if you add a, a and watch out for Zach Wheeler, because Tampa loves Zach Wheeler, and right. if you're the Mets, you gotta trade Zach Wheeler. You ain't keeping him, dude. If they do not make a, I, I'm gonna. We'll get to them. Oh, we'll get to them. We'll <laughs> get to keep them. that to we'll, myself. <laughs> no, no, we'll get to them. Please don't keep it to yourself. Right. We'll get to them. Um, I got I we, I love I love what Tampa's doing. I think Tampa is the epitome of. Not the little engine that could. They're just the team that they just do everything the right way. They know baseball. They do. Point blank. They don't need, you know, this top flight, top tier talent to, you know, do whatever it does. that what, you know, Do whatever, it, you know, they got to do. Speaking of pitching, you want to hear something crazy? The Indians have the best bullpen in baseball. They have the best bullpen in baseball. And the, by the numbers, the, the numbers say that the, the Cleveland Indians are the best bullpen in baseball. Brad Hand ain't going to be here after a while. I think if you're smart, do Simba too. Get rid of the entire bullpen because you don't need a bullpen if you're going to be this bad. And what did I tell you about Super Bowl Sunday this year? When you came to the house and everybody came over and you, I said, watch, the Indians, they're going to move Frankie. And it's going to happen soon. So what does Buster only put on his podcast? Oh, yeah, you, you did tag me. You tagged me in that post. Huh? And he believes that the team that will land him. What I say is the Yankees. What I say, right? I said the exact same thing six months ago. I mean, that's or don't, don't sleep on the Dodgers. Though. That's it's cool and all. I mean, you, you, getting a, a, a player like that is like Didi, a dream come true. They're not gonna but, pay Didi, bro. Right. I don't think they pay Didi. But again, I, I know we haven't gotten to the Yankees just yet, but. In the end, it's always where is the pitching. But it's you gotta understand something, and I agree. But with why, you. why? Why? You see, th- this is my this is my issue. I feel like so many fans are brushing it off. Like, don't worry, it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. Similar to what you just said a few minutes ago. And here, all but, these teams why. could make a deal no, but, sooner rather than later. No, 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 no. L- right. Wait, can I give you some? I'll, I'll let you finish, all but right. I just want to tell you this first. You're right. Your premise is a thousand percent right. I agree with you. But the guy in your front office is not stupid. Okay. The guy in your front office is probably the best executive in the game. I don't. We could debate Dabrowski. We could debate Lou now. We could debate all that. That's cool. Right. Put Brian Cashman's track record when it comes to knowing I got to make a move. The dude comes through. He comes through. You can't tell me he doesn't come through. He turned Justice Sheffield into James Paxton. He comes through. Whether he comes through at the time you want is another story for another day. But he comes through. And this is what I'm telling you. They're going to walk away with at least two starters at the deadline. One for sure. And if Cash feels like I got to go get another one because I don't feel secure with the back end, especially if Seve's not right when he comes back, right. then we'll, we'll, we'll reassess. But... I, I just want to stay with the Indians for like two like few more minutes and say this. The Cleveland Indians, they can change somebody's whole like perspective in the playoffs. Brad Hand goes. I'm not saying Frankie goes now. 
But I think if you're a team that's competitive that needs a shortstop, like if I'm the Dodgers, I'd do that. Like, Corey Seager is nice. He's injury prone. I, I can't. If we want to win a World Series, Frankie got to be. I got to think about that. I honestly don't see them moving Frankie midway through the season. However, I don't. In the offseason, might I, be, you know, different I, story. No, no, I agree with you. I, I can but see that. When you start hearing whispers about guys that could get moved and traded right. and players that, you know, if you're the Dodgers, you have the resources. Go, go see what the Indians are, are looking for. And with that being said, I'll just say this real quick to end on the uh, the uh, Indians. How about Trevor Bauer throwing a shutout yesterday just in the nick of time? Because if he finds it in the nick of time, mm-hmm. and I heard something yesterday that might make all you guys sick in this room. Houston Astros are serious about Trevor Bauer. So, boy. <laughs> if the Houston Astros get Trevor Bauer. That's like the golden, like that starting rotation is like the Golden State Warriors starting five. Hold on, a honestly, <laughs> it's a wrap. What it's he a said, whole wrap. If Trevor Bar walks into that Houston Astros clubhouse, I don't want to hear about the Yankees. I don't want to hear about the. I don't want to hear it. You know what this song says? Mo murder, mo murder. They just killed everyone. Could you imagine that having to face in games one, two, and three in a playoff series? Verlander, Cole, and Bauer? He'd be bro. And then That's 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 not right. That's not right. That's But I don't think Cashman lets it happen. I think if Cash gets close, if you could get Stroh and Bauer from that from away from Houston, I don't care how you do it. If Cashman ends up with both, now we have a conversation. Because what are the chances of them getting both? Though that's my because, like you said, one is definitely going to happen. One is de- definite, and right now I, I'm leaning more towards one. I'm leaning more towards one, and believe it or not, an additional bullpen piece. Right. I know it. It seems crazy, but with the way the Yankees are trying to position this bullpen. Um, it may be they may go out and get a Brad Hand and go, hey, hey, big boy, let's be the lefty along with Zach. Put you in the back of the pen, pitch you in like the sixth, the seventh. Right. We'll figure out, you know, where to put you in the back end. But, Especially with just what happened to uh, Dylan Batances, he's yeah a man. setback. That's I'm worried about Dylan though. Right. I don't think we're gonna get the same Dylan Batances that we all, you know, thought. Right. And if yeah, the Yankees, though, it's kind of like this is a blessing in disguise because now he may have to sign a contract with you just to prove I'm healthy. Exactly. And then go back out on the market again next year. So you may have one in that regard. You hate to see somebody get injured, but, I mean, it, it's just the Indians, they're a very, very interesting and fascinating um, situation. I just I would love to know, you know, how they man, how they manipulate it. What Antonetti is asking for, Chris Antonetti, the general manager, and Mark Shapiro, the president, what they're asking for in terms of, okay, what do we want back? What are we looking for? Are we going big game hunting, like flurry out level? Um, you know what I mean? That level prospect? Right. Because if I'm the Yankees, I might have to consider, listen, I love Esteban Fleury out and the potential he can show, but your outfield is loaded. You got to give Clint Frazier away for free because you can't pay him. 
But you know what? I, I've got to be honest, man. Clint Frazier going to another team, though, you know, I, I, I enjoyed him, man. He did exactly what he had to do when his time came. But yeah. he's better off somewhere else, man. He mm-hmm. deserves to be. He doesn't deserve. He is an everyday player. Um, oh, yeah. No and doubt. he just doesn't have that right now being in the Bronx. Yeah. Odd guy in the room. Why not send Clint Frazier back to Cleveland? Oh. They might. That's I mean, they, like you said, that's if, not all that odd because if um, Cashman comes close to a deal for Trevor Bauer, he's already working, right? Like from what I'm being told, he's already working the edges of different things, right? See, because you know how Cash is, he's gonna. And you know, it's funny you say that, Emilio, because the Indians need outfielders. <laughs> like they, their outfield is not the best Which right makes now. You so think Clint Fraser going back would be good. They gave Cameron Maybin away for free. Right, like literally for free, and you could have used that guy in your outfield. Mm-hmm. But let's get let's go to these 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 guys that I think are going to be traded. Uh, Jim Bolton of the Athletic had an article out where he lists five um, potential trades before the deadline, and I have them here. Uh, one was already consummated because Brian Cashman was like, "Yo, hold that! Eddie Carnacion's not going to the Rays. <laughs> he's he's coming to the Yankees. Right. So hold that." And then there was a trade in here that we spoke about recently, Marcus Stroman to the Yankees. And I'm like, see, that that just. <laughs> I keep hearing it. I'm hearing it and hearing it and hearing it. But, you know, un- until it's uh, a done deal. Look, I'll, 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 I'll tell you this. He's itching to pitch for the Yankees. Itching. He wants to come home. Itching. And I'm the, itching to see him in pinstripes. <laughs> the boy is. He's damn near. He, but not not only does Stroman actually fit what the Yankees are in need of right now, but if Clint Frazier is the piece that actually gets that deal done, Frazier fits right along with Guerrero Junior. Busy yeah, like that. That's can you imagine, that's a bright future right there. Can you imagine that lineup in like two or three years, bro? <sighs> Oh boy! <laughs> <laughs> Might have four teams in the AO East competing for a spot. You ain't lying. Yankees, Sox, Rays, and Blue Jays. Oh. <laughs> that would be crazy. Don't and then you... like three of them make the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that makes me feel bad for the Orioles. I'm like. Damn, bro. Oh, yeah, they, they have a long way to go. Damn, yeah. bro. Yeah, it'll be a like, while. I feel bad for y'all. Like, you got the Yankees beating down your door, but here come the the Rays are here. The Blue Jays are coming. Right. And the Red Sox ain't going nowhere. If you're an Oriole fan, just just hit up your, your Lyrist establishment of and pour your drink of choice right. several. <laughs> and don't stop drinking until this nightmare is over. Right. Because I see like four or five straight hundred law seasons for you in a row. Mm-hmm. I read something the wow. other day on Twitter. I, I don't know who put the tweet out, but it might have been a, a reporter, and and he was speaking about you know his fellow reporters who I guess work for the Baltimore Orioles, and he said, "Wow, like it, it must be tough over there. Like, what exactly are you guys working on? What is there to talk about in Baltimore?" And he's got a point, you know. Yo, if I had to cover that team, bro. I don't know what I would do. I don't know what I would do. Right. But Cra- I mean it's crab cakes. <laughs> and I love the game, but I don't know what I would do. Right. Um so the Red Sox, they've have they have a need for a bullpen piece. Here's an interesting proposition for you. If the Nationals are out of it, here's one name that I'm keeping exclusively for Boston. Doolittle. Sean Doolittle. Mm-hmm. 
Because if Sean Doolittle walks into the Boston clubhouse and says, hey, boys, let's get real now. Now Dave Dombrowski's proven himself. The question is, Mike Rizzo's not a slouch either. I know I'm mentioning all these GMs. Mike Rizzo's the general manager for the Nationals, and Dave Dombrowski is the uh, GM of the Red Sox. Ivan told me off the air, I don't know how you remember all these guys' names, but uh, mm-hmm. it's just... Um, but the Nats, they could really revamp like that entire in organization. I mean, they, they you got Anthony Rendon, there's, Sean Doolittle, there's a quote, Max there's a, Scherzer. There's a couple quotes from 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 Dave Dombrowski that I want Razor to read in a second. I don't want to get to them now. Oh, and by the way, um, we might have said this before, but that Patrick Corbin deal is is pointless. Like it's, I, I, I don't know where you thought you were going with that, yeah. but it's. And if they keep all of them through next season, you know what their luxury tax number is. An even four hundred million. That's through the sky. Not even through the roof. Through not the e- sky. Not three ninety five point six. An even four hundred million. Even flat. Damn. And that's just what Max Scherzer, Strasburg, Corbin, and Corbin. That's it. Yeah. Damn. That's. And we're not even talking about the deferral money that's on the back end of the Scherzer contract. Then right. you got to pay him through two thousand twenty eight. Oh damn. <laughs> They they they've got to they've got to get busy on the market right now. Start making these guys available. Start letting teams know that you know we're willing to make a deal for whoever it is that you have to offer. And also watch Shane Green to the Red Sox because I'm hearing from different people around the league. Hey, Shane Green's a possibility in Boston. Um, they like his makeup. They think he could pitch well there. Here's the interesting one though: the Minnesota Twins make a trade for Madison Bumgarner. Because I'm looking at the Minnesota Twins, and I'm like, if you get Madison Bumgarner, that's 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 a solid show to your players in, on the team, the fans. Madison's not what he once was, but he's still a capable pitcher to get guys out. Right. Let, let me ask you this, because we, we talked about Stroman. You just mentioned uh, Madison Bumgarner. Mm-hmm. Give me, like, five, three to five starters who you think are definitely on their way out? Stro, Stro, Bumgarner, um, Boyd. Okay, I'll give you five. Um, I think Zach Greinke gets traded. Really? I do think so? Wow. Okay, yes. he's pitching well. And Bauer. So there's your five. So you think those five are definitely going to be out, or there, more than likely? There could be more depending right. on what the Mets do with Zach Wheeler. Right. Um, the Nats, we just you know spoke what I mean? about exactly what the Nats do with uh, Mac uh, Mac Scherzer. Mm-hmm. Also, another name that we need to kind of you know keep in mind on the periphery is a guy like Aaron Sanchez in Toronto. Right, if he's able to figure out what the hell this finger issue is that he got, this blister issue. Him and Rich Hill are like best buds. Yeah, when it comes to that, <laughs> join the blister club. The president and the vice president. Right. Um, no, it's all about six, so six legitimate I, I need to interrupt. Pitchers. I need to interrupt you. You just said Aaron Sanchez from Toronto. There's an overload here of things that I'm not aware of. There's an Aaron Sanchez that pitches in Toronto. For Blue Jays, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he has a blister issue. Yeah. Yes. I'm in overload mode. I heard a lot of things. Just there. <laughs> I just want to state the record that they all don't sound okay. <laughs> if if he is in overload mode, I'm covering it all. every day. 
all. Mm. <laughs> and you're an Oklahoma. He's been here for ten minutes. All right. Um, I'll, I'll say this though, really quick. Getting back to, you know, these possible trade scenarios. The Mariners ain't done yet. Oh yeah, no, no. Look they... for Mike Leak to get moved somewhere. I don't know where, but look for him to get moved somewhere. Isn't it Liaki? No, is Le- that Le- it's Leak? Leak. Okay. Leak. Who am I thinking of that pronounces it Liaki? I have no oh, idea. Oh, there's it's a wrestler. Go ahead. <laughs> um, Mike Leak, he could get moved. Here's another interesting little, you know, tidbit that I unearthed going through this. The Texas Rangers are looking at ad pieces, which I didn't think was like plausible. But then Hunter Pence goes down, pulls his groin, and I'm like, oh, that sucks. And he was having himself a hell of a season. he was having himself, I'm about to go get another quick check mm-hmm. for about two years at about 25 mil. Go get myself a check. Right. And possibly contribute to a contender. And I'm sure that's exactly what the Rangers probably had in mind, though yeah. they are enjoying, you know, everything that he brings yeah. to the table now. Mike Miner's another guy. Mike Miner's another guy. I know the Mets briefly had discussions about him earlier. Right. But look out for Atlanta in this regard because Mike Miner, another lefty, kind of solid, can go, kind of go back and forth between bullpen, starter, bullpen, mm-hmm. starter. But I think the Astros could be in play for a guy like Mike Miner because he's a different sort of dude. Lefty doesn't throw too hard. Doesn't, not a soft throw by any means, but when you got Garrett Cole, Justin Verlander, and the crew throwing 99-plus miles an hour each, you kind of want a different change of pace. Speaking of the Astros, I saw this stat the other day. Um, I think since George Springer had gone down, yeah. they're like 15-5. and five. Mind Unreal. you, Altuve has been on the, the IL for like so long. It's, it's Unreal. Wow. I don't um, know how they're still performing like that. Speaking of coming like out of nowhere, did you see what it, like Atlanta out of nowhere, nine out of ten, red hot, with Keiko on his way and possibly a bullpen piece or two. To I'm telling you, Philly, like we said at the top of the show, y'all don't fix this, man. It may get away from you quick, fast, and in a hurry. Now mm-hmm. I'm trying to tell you. Trying to t- if and you, the, the Braves are going to be around for as long as the Phillies are going to be around. If to not be long, like, longer. This is, this is going to be learned long, right. younger long. than Harper, and so I mean, if you don't figure this out now, we we got some. I want to know. I mean, you got to have some questions. I want to know what you're doing in terms of, you know, trying to. You first of all, if you're Atlanta, you got to fill the back end of the bullpen up. You got to do that. Mm-hmm. And if you're Atlanta, I think you need another starter. Right. I, I think another starter would be ideal. Um. So, Brent Honeywell, the Rays' top pitching prospect, went down last week with a fracture in his pitching elbow. He's done for the season. You remember Brent Honeywell. He was at the Futures game a couple years ago. Mm -hmm. Um, So, they might be super aggressive with starters, as I pointed out. But let's get to the ownership segment of the show. So, Paul Paul DeYoung. Damn, bro. Let me just read these stats off to you guys real quick. Paul DeYoung, a career. This is entering play Friday. 789 slugging percentage against the Mets. After Sunday's game, nine home runs at 82 at-bats against the Mets. Nine home runs. He has the highest slugging percentage against the Mets. It's Tripper Jones. His slugging percentage against the Mets is 850. 
Paul DeYoung. Good God almighty. Mm-hmm. Like, when are we going to learn that I'd rather pitch to Paul Goldschmidt? Right. Who was struggling. As crazy as that sounds. Right. There's a base open and you pitch to Paul DeYoung. And he hit the go-ahead home run yesterday, so it's... <laughs> he drove in the RBI in the 11th inning, too. Yeah. The other night. Why? Mm-hmm. Mickey Calloway, come on. You're a pitching coach. You've watched pitchers. You can't get him out. Go another way. Wow, the Mets are... He's a Mets killer. That's exactly what he is. Yo, he's Tripper Jones reincarnated. Yeah, watching him perform at such a high level against the Mets. Can you imagine him in the American League East? I mean, the National League East? Right. Can you imagine him in, like, D.C. or Philly? Yeah. You're lucky you only see the guy twice a year. Right. Now, what what I was going to say was he reminds me, and I know this is a different sport, but I don't know why this is the first thing that came to mind. He reminds me of when Paul Pierce used to come to the Garden. You know he was going to make a Knicks. clutch shot, yes. and he was just going to stick that dagger in your was <laughs> Thanks, Ivan. <laughs> I'm sorry. But I was the first. But you understand what I'm saying, though, right? Like, yeah. you knew that. When he was in the building, like, like that's no, it. It's, it's almost, it's almost, this is, a, it's almost worse. Remember when Poppy was in his, like, prime prayers to Poppy, by the way. We'll get into, right. you know, his situation a little later on. Big Poppy in a clutch spot, you start shitting yourself before the pitch is even thrown. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're like, so, this game's over. <laughs> like, yeah, over. Um, Just... Ownership, and now that we're we're talking about the Mets, could, do you want to get into uh, that statement yes, really quickly? Please. You you say what you say, and I'll say what I have to say. Look, I agree. And with by you. the way, we did um, retweet um, the statement, so if you want to check it out, go to it's our Twitter, the page, Twitter page. It's there. I agree with you. Let me preface my comments by saying I agree with you. You cleared it up for me before the start of the show, right? So, in that regard, I have no problem with how you feel. My only question is what would he what was he supposed to say but you clarified when mm-hmm. you said he could have worded it better if he'd have said hey such and such and such and such then i'd have been cool but here's the problem too when you hire a young gm if you notice brody's not one to retract statements and you know what i mean and razor brought this up not too long ago Brody is not the type that is going to admit when it's going sideways. He's just going to look at the positives, and he's not going to see the other side. And that's the detrimental thing about a guy like Brody Van Wagenen because— Well, I had said that not because he's young, but because he's trained to do that as an agent. That's another thing, too. Mm -hmm. That's agent speak. Mm -hmm. My client will get out of it. Bro, do you not— like, you're not a baseball guy. Right. Like, you're in the game because you are an agent for players. And as this song says, oh, no. Right. Because I'm telling you right now, the New York Mets, and I'm saying this to be polit- politically correct, if the season ain't damn near, if they ain't ready to pull the plug, brother, they damn near close to getting ready to pull that thing. Because I just... I can't see where you go from so much 
expectation and hype to this is where we're all four three games under 500 the cardinals took three out of four from you which could be a season defining series and you had no life which makes me feel for Pete Alonso because Pete Alonso is putting up like Aaron Judge, an Aaron Judge esque rookie season. Right. He's going to hit 50 homers. 50 easily. He's going to clear 50. Mm-hmm. My thing is, we don't even care what he's doing because he's doing it on a team that's irrelevant. Right. We don't care. The reason why we were in love with Aaron Judge's 2017 was because the Yankees were in first place and the city was abuzz by it. I look at Peter Alonso, he's doing the same things that Aaron Judge was doing in that season. And it's like, well, he homered again. How far did this one go? Right. All right, cool. And the sad thing about the Mets, too, is I'm pretty sure that they would rather buy. But the thing is, have you? I haven't heard a damn thing about, oh, the Mets have contacted, you know, so-and-so to hear about. Whereas teams like the Yankees, the Astros, the Rays, the Dodgers. we've spoken about all of them. Like, yeah. we're hearing, you know, Rays and Astros, they were in for who? Eddie. Yeah. You know, the Dodgers are in for whoever. Like, I haven't heard a darn thing yeah. about the Mets being interested in, like, here's it's, the problem, I don't know. Though. And, and here's where your, your complaint is twofold from this standpoint. Where's the money coming from? Because are they willing to spend the money to improve the roster? Right. I'm tired of hearing that money thing. I'm really (laughs) tired of hearing that. Just as a, just general, just generally speaking, I've been tired of hearing them. I know it's true. I know it's true. Don't get me wrong. I'm tired of hearing it, though. And and the second thing is. It's true because look at what. The the Mets never do that. But look at what the Rays didn't do for Eddie. Yeah. If you're in, the Mets are in similar boat because you, you can't right now. I'll tell you the truth. Right now, you may have to sell off your pieces. You can't buy anything. No, I, I do. I 100%. I believe that they should be nothing but sellers. sellers. I agree. That's it. Absolutely. My thing is, the Mets, to, the, ne- the Mets never talk like that. The, I don't know if you notice this, but the Mets never really go to the media and say, hey, or, or they never, you never hear a writer go and say, oh, the Mets are making this move or they're talking to this person you never hear that right and if you do hear it it's always like they've been already doing it very secretly but haven't said anything until now you're hearing it it's like it's not it's not it's more of like a last minute type of thing yeah right yeah where the yankees they don't let nothing get out because the eddie thing came from nowhere because i'm working on a the you know anthony davis to the lakers which we'll talk about more off air but right um and then eddie just comes it's like yeah eddie's a yankee i'm like Okay, Cash. I didn't see that one coming, but all right. Um, Cash is going to pull some things off at this deadline where he's going to be really, really astute. Like, I think he learned his, his lesson with the Sonny Gray thing because it played out so publicly on both ends when the Yankees were going to get him. Like, yeah, he's going to end up with the Yankees, but it was like public knowledge where Cash is like, I don't want to do that. I kind of want to keep it tight-knit, don't say nothing. And Rick has a great point. The great GMs, when they get ready to make a move, they don't say a goddamn thing. They right. don't hear a peep. They're just like. But, 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 but to Ivan's point, and because we're going to take it back to the Mets, because I see where that was going to go. Um, to Ivan's point, is the Mets' silence just, hey, we're doing moves, but we don't say anything as usual? Or is this literally. We're not making a move because we're closing it down. I don't. I don't think they're doing anything. They can't afford to do anything. Else. Right. Simply from the standpoint that look. Um, 
you don't know what the synagogue injury is. You don't know how bad it is. But if, when the Mets are saying it's a hamstring and they're not calling it something else and they're not downplaying it, which is what they usually do with injuries, you know this thing is drastic. That's yeah. number one. Mm-hmm. Number two, and even you were like, mm-hmm. you saw that face. It's mm-hmm. like, because they downplay everything. Nah, That's true. Be all right, we'll rest them up. Yep. Nah, this is, he's going to be out a hot minute. So don't expect to see him no time soon. Yeah. As bad as this sounds, man, the only light at the end of the tunnel for the Mets it's Pete is Alonzo. Pete Alonzo. Yeah. Like this, this really like not for like nothing. Edwin Diaz has been bad. He's a disaster. It's I don't I don't know, man. But it's, like I said, when they made the trade, I said this when they made the trade. It's different from pitching in New York than it is in, is in Seattle. I said it when they made. I'm like, he's pitched well in Seattle because nobody cares. Right now you're pitching in New York and you're not living up to expectations. Now everybody and a mama. Cares has their eyes on you exactly. And here's the thing too. This is why I think Brody also messed up. Brody messed up by not going and saying, you know what? Let me fire Callaway now. And you waited. Now, if you fire him, you look even worse than you did in the beginning. Right. Because now you're just doing it to save face. And here's another thing. No manager, Joe Girardi ain't coming for one for one million a year. Buck Showalter ain't coming for one million a year. You know how much they paid Mickey Calloway? Eight hundred thousand. Wow. That's... He's not even in the million range. Right. Eight hundred thousand. You think you're getting a proven manager for eight hundred thousand dollars a year? Right. Nah, I'd rather call games on MLB Network. Nah, I'd rather. You know what I mean? It just it. And I don't even mind. think there's a manager out there who can fix what, like, this is really, there's something wrong with the team. Yeah. Like, the, not the organization, actually. Yeah. Not, not I don't think there's it's a like, manager it's out like a, there. It's like a fish that's just, like, rotting from the head down. And right. And to look for the positives, but. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry for my religious folks, but even God himself, like, he could come down right now. He can't even do anything for the Mets. Don't like, worry, I'm not offended, bro. That's, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's, that's how bad they are. Look, look, I, 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 a, a couple of guys. Not just Pete Alonzo. You got Dom Smith as a good story. Oh, yeah. Right. You got Jeff McNeil. Oh, he's another guy. I forgot to mention him. Love that, watching him play. I might trade him. Really? If the Mets are smart, you trade him. You know why? Right. Because what good is Jeff McNeil when you're a dumpster fire and he's versatile? He can right. get you so many different things. And if you want to re- start reshuffling the deck. But here's the thing we need to – I didn't mean to cut you off, Emilio. That's fine. Um, here's the thing we need to watch as well, and I don't know if Emilio will agree with this because, you know, I may need some historical perspective here just on this point. The Mets owner is 85 years old. Uh, uh, Fred. Fred Wilpon. Yeah, Fred so is um... – Fred is not going to want to live through a five-year rebuild. Mm-hmm. So you're going to keep seeing the patchwork until Fred now, kicks the can. Now, I would agree with you, however – through all of the struggle with the Mets as an organization, Fred has been his own worst enemy. Again, I'm going to go revisionist history. 1998, it wasn't Fred Wilpon that want, that pulled Steve Phillips and said, go get Piazza. Mm-hmm. At the time, remember, Mets were owned by, co-owned by Doubleday. So it was Nelson Doubleday in the halls of Shea Stadium I know, said, yeah, 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 yeah. go get, I don't yeah. care, go get See, my Piazza. Here's the thing, though, and I'm glad he brought that up. Thank you for that, Emilio. Um, he wanted to make the deal. He wanted to get to a point where, okay, we're going to make this deal. I don't see Mets' ownership in this current incarnation being that aggressive. 
And that's the problem. Because you're slow in identifying, and I don't mean to regurgitate this. I'm sorry if you heard me say this before, but I have to say it. This could have all been different if you oh done boy. what I said <laughs> from the jump. Oh, If they would have did what you said at if the end of 2015. Said, if they would have done what I've said. Four years they ago. had you about to kill me. No, everyone, everyone. Him yeah. about to murder me. Yeah. yeah, Nick almost had a conniption. Nick almost like died on the air. Bro, I you, remember that. I think you were the only one on planet Earth who probably wanted that at the time. Honestly, he was I'm saying, being real. I, I didn't hear. People started saying it, you know, 2017. But well, let, you let, said it after a World Series run. Can, can we clarify exactly what Stefan had said? Um, because people that are new to the program, right? Um, to you know. So let me clar- clarify the statement and say this: After the Mets got to the World Series, I said to him, Ivan. I said to to, to Amelia over there, and I said to Razor on the board now, and mm-hmm. Alyssa as well. Shout out and to Alyssa her. Alyssa was there, and I remember Razor. You got up and left. Right, yep, I did. Razor got up and left. Said, "You out your rabbit ass mind. <laughs> yeah. What yeah. is wrong with you? Yeah. Right, yeah." And I said, "Ray, I said, guys, listen. If I'm the Mets, this is what I do. I take two starting pitches and I flip them now for some prospect help. And the reason why I said that to you is because look at how they got hot." Cespedes had the miracle runs of miracle runs. David Wright's back was getting ready to go any minute now. You on borrowed time. Oh, and by the way, you didn't have anything in your front in your farm system when players were getting ready to, you know, transition and make their waves in other ways. My point was simple. You do that, you get a haul. Not only that, they were at the peak of their powers. You were gonna get crazy a crazy hole can you imagine for any one of them can you imagine that's including steven matt at the right. time can yeah. you imagine flipping a matt harvey and a noah Syndergaard? then you would have got the hole or how about a michael Conforto? and i'm telling you you probably could have done it with the team across the river right it sounds crazy to say it i have a nugget it to sounds that. crazy to say it, yeah. I have but I'm nug- telling you, I've heard from people from both sides that said Cash would have given. What do you need? Mm-hmm. Now, it probably would have sucked for Mets fans because this is how it probably would have went. They probably came here and Yankees would probably they'd probably be in the middle of a dynastic run right now because right. they probably would have pitched their asses off. So I hear where the residency is, Mets fans. But you had teams like Toronto. Toronto was close. That Price had just, like, Price was getting ready to break out. Can you imagine Matt Harvey with what they had in Toronto, keeping the window open a little more? Like, you could have done some things. Mm-hmm. Like, the Indians were close. They had Kluber. They, and they were adding payroll at the time. Yep. The Cubs. Can you imagine the Cubs walking away? With a Glaber Torres instead of the Mets? Can you imagine the Cubs walk, the Mets walking away with Eloy Jimenez? Oh, and that's what I want to get to. Wow! Get, Get this. Get this. Mets will never trade with the Yankees, but guess what happens in Chicago? They traded Jose Quintana to the Cubs for... See... Eloy Jimenez. I would never, right. I would never say never because Brody's just crazy enough where he'll eat. 
But I think the Wilpons will be like, you better not do that. Well, then the Wilpons are idiots. Then you don't want to get better. Now it becomes all about the back pages. Do you think there's a chance we might see a Zach Wheeler? I think there's a there's a there's a there's wearing a, pinstripes. I put it sixty forty that the Yankees at least talk to the Mets about a Zach Wheeler trade. Right. Can I uh, can I put something on the table? I put some on the table. I was just gonna say it, get it out right. A proposal or uh, for the Mets? Yeah. Um, uh, I'm not a betting man. Uh, I don't make. Uh, these claims often. Uh, Stefan, Stefan, I'm sure, probably back me on this one now. Um, what what was not done in 2015 probably needs to be done now. You need to clean house. Oh, yeah. Right. And I mean, not just, the, I oh, mean, yeah. the whole house. Oh, yeah. I don't mean just the starters and maybe a couple bullpen pieces you just but got on the offseason. No, 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 no. That's what I meant. That's you need why to I mentioned clean the, the whole ownership house. being the age that it is yeah. because. If is Fred gonna want to go through another rebuild? Damn, I, I know five years, of but that's it. That's his fault. This shit. It's his fault. I agree but with you. It's his fault. Here's the thing, though: they could have avoided this had they made the deals that's at that's the that's end what, of the World what, Series. Yeah, we could be looking at the Mets being one of the top teams in the National League today. Yeah, and if all and, of and, that would have turned out to say, be I'm gonna right. Say this. I'm not gonna toot my horn, but I'm gonna just say this one thing. Please just watch this over the next couple weeks, and when we come back here. Probably trade that line season somewhere close around there. You're going to look back at this show and go, damn, he did it again. Because I got some foreshadowing for you. You ready? Uh-oh. Ready for this shit? Mm. I'm telling you right now, three things are going to happen for sure. Yankees rotation is going to get better. The Astros rotation and bullpen is going to get better. And if you are not careful, the Atlanta Braves is gonna are, are gonna be the team, not the Dodgers. The Atlanta Braves are gonna be the team that makes the move in the National League that sends them to the World Series. Wow. Because I'm telling you right now, if you are the Dodgers, you don't fix that bullpen and you don't get another starter in there to go behind Kershaw and whoever you got, because I love Bueller, but you need one more. If the Dodgers aren't careful, Atlanta, not the Phillies. Not Milwaukee, Atlanta. You've already done it with Keuchel, and Alex Anthropolis is aggressive. He was in Toronto when they made the move for Price. He made the move for uh, Tulo when Tulo was still Tulo. Now Watch he's, out for the Atlanta Braves. Now he's cool, though. <laughs> you are powerful, right. Emilio. Watch out but for yeah, the Atlanta Braves. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 would, I would agree with you here, Stefan. I'd be like... It's it's getting to that point. And nobody's you know, we, sitting there talking about Atlanta as big game hunters. Everybody's talking about everybody else around Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I I do agree with you. I don't see the Phillies are not making those moves. Man, they're not paying nobody. Forget it. It's not happening. Then they might need Man. to clean. They might need to clean some of that house. I'm I'm, I'm telling nah, you, National, they, they, I doubt it. No, it, they, they might they need just to started. Clean. No, it's not that. And I said some of the house. I right. say all the house. I only mean I, I'm only referring to players that. They that they're not they're not making the World Series. Okay, no. the Phillies are not making no. the World Series. No. If they even had a chance to the playoffs, they need to trade their top, not the top. Uh, yeah, their top assets that are not being paid huge contracts yeah. now. The young guys. What they need I'm to go. saying is, look, Scott Kingery, I love him. Put him Same. in a package for something. Yeah, you know we we hear about the 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 the, the gifts of Miguel Franco. <laughs> We've been hearing that for years. Gotta go. Right. Gotta go, because I ain't got time to wait. But I'll say this, I'll say this. 
And this is the interesting part about all this. These GMs, I've had four people tell me in the last 48 hours, not one, four. These GMs are all circling each other, and they know it. Yeah. And the two names I keep hearing, the, the three names I keep hearing most, Brian Cashman, Jeff Lunau, and Alex Anthropolis. Together. Like, just circling the water going... Uh, who's gonna who? Which vulture? <laughs> yes, that's is going the to word. Bite the shit out of somebody's like leg and right. take the leg with them. See, but the thing is, let's just let let's stick on that. <laughs> Firstly, Yankees in Houston. That's gonna be probably that might be one for the ages. That's the arms race of all arms yeah. races, right there. Yeah, tell me. But, but outside of that, for the National League, because. Because we look at this, right? Mm-hmm. You you just said Atlanta, you know, people ain't looking at Atlanta, Atlanta but they, they're circling like, like sharks. telling you. Why is nobody else in the National League trying? Like Milwaukee, where you at? Wait, you're telling me that rotation is going to get you to another NLC? It will not. Hell no. Right. No. Josh Hader showed you he's human. He's blown a couple games this year. Why are you not in the mix for something? I don't know if Milwaukee can afford it. That's that's, that's a good point. Thank you, Rick. Yeah. That might be it. He made the point for me. Thank you, Rick. Because it's a financial thing with the Brewers. Yeah. Where you look at Atlanta, it's a financial thing for them too. But notice when they paid Keiko, they paid him the prorated minimum, which is $12 million. They didn't spend crazy. Josh Donaldson, they gave one year 23. That's coming off. By the way, Austin Raleigh, is that their basement starting next year? Oh, my God. We'll leave him for... You know, another show, because I can be here loving and fawning over Austin Riley till, you know, the cows come home. But I'll say this, though. It, it, Milwaukee scares me a little bit. The Cubs are interesting because Theo's always got the itchy trigger finger. So it's like, how do we maneuver, you know, to make this work? It's funny because I remember earlier, um, maybe like the first couple of weeks into the season, y'all didn't believe in the Cubs. And I was like, listen, I'm not saying they're going to win a division, but I got you. They, they're going to stick around. I got you. But they do have to break it down but, at some point yeah. to rebuild. I would agree. And, uh, wait, 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 I, real I, quick. It, it, do me ahead. a favor. There's a quote up there from Scott Boris regarding uh, – Chris Bryant, did you see this quote? No. Uh, let me go if I can find there's it. A, there's <laughs> a couple <laughs> quotes up there from Scott Boris in regards to Chris Bryant. Where if the Cubs don't strike now, brother, Chris Bryant's gonna walk. Get him locked up. You don't want him going. Okay, there it is. Uh, you can never predict what an ownership will do. All you know is that Chris Bryant falls in that category, a franchise player. Other players may fall in that category. We also have a new collective uh, CBA that theoretically will be. Um, Coming around the same time, maybe earlier. Who knows? So you got all kinds of things that are happening, and all these situations you can kind of sit back and take direction from that from them. Every off season is to what they want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's about uh, that's Scott Boris talking about Chris Bryant, um, which like, is oh uh, Bryant also uh, backed that. Like I've said, I'm open to hearing what to, uh, what and if they have to offer. It's a very interesting quote. Uh, I'm open to hearing what and if they have to offer, mm. but that hasn't come to fruition. I think teams in general usually kind of wait until the season's over to approach that, but I've always told Scott, hey, I'm hoping to hear whatever they have to talk about. Here, here's, I mean, mm. be, 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 before mm. you answer this, Scott Boris, this is from what I see. Mm-hmm. I think his days as an agent, and it sounds crazy, are almost numbered, and I'll tell you why. Because if you look at the pay rate 
and you said the pro rate with Keiko. The way the analytics is going, the salaries are not going to be what they were, mm-hmm. especially from guys 30 to 35. Agreed. So Scott Boris is going to be up Shit's Creek without a paddle now, in a couple of years. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you, uh, Rick, because this is the game Scott Boris plays. Shout out to Pusha T for that wonderful record, Bob. The game Scott Boris plays is he tries to put pressure on clubs. No, he's going to free agency and he's going to... Similar to the Anthony Davis thing, which is why I'm going to make this comp. If Rich Paul ain't careful, you could back yourself into the corner with the Los Angeles Lakers, just like Chris Bryant, you could do with the Cubs. If you are Chris Bryant, your job is to tell Scott Boris, you got less than six months to get me re-signed or you're gone. Because I'm not playing this game of free agency where it's uncertain how long I'm gonna have to wait to get a contract. We're looking at another Jacob the Ground situation. Bryce no. Harper possibly. No, mm-hmm. no, no. It could even be for some position players like the way Keichel and Kimbrell went yep. that you may not get signed until exactly. the beginning of June. Exactly. By the way, by the way, side note, I am thinking that more than anything. Chris Bryant. And you know, just based on his history and just based on everything that's been happening with baseball recently, I think it's gonna be a, a Kimbrell Keichel situation. If he don't get See, if, if he I'm, gets one at I'm all him, next year, nah, I don't. I don't if think I'm so. Him, no, but there's suitors out there for Chris Bryant. But right? Because you is we. What we have to find out is is there draft pick compensation attached Com- to this player? Compensation. Compensation. What I would do now, I don't understand why these players don't use draft picks in trades. You see it in the NBA. You see it in the NFL. Start using draft picks as a form of collateral. Now, it's harder to tell in baseball than it is in the mm-hmm. two other sports, which is why I get why they're slow to the the switch, if you will. But it'll make maneuvering a lot earlier and a lot more de- decisive. Because it's like, ah, right, we got this lined up. All right, let's do this. Because a draft pick is an unknown. You're trading an unknown. So as great as, you know, Brian is, he's known. I'll say this and then we're gonna I'm on we're gonna wrap it up or we're getting close to wrapping it up. But we're getting I'll, really close. I'll say this. Chris Bryant, you gotta make a decision. You want the money or you want the winning? Because you can't have both. He gotta decide that. Just ask Manny Machado. Mm. Sandy, but San Diego mm. ain't bad though. No, they're not. They're, they're close. Up, yeah, they're, they're actually. Clo- you get some pitching in San Diego with the, the man. They're close. The Speaking white, of uh, White Sox too. White Sox are close as well. Yeah. Um. So as we wrap this up, I just want to go through. First of all, prayers to like David Ortiz. That whole situation is craziness. Um, I I don't even want to begin to know the layers upon layers as to why, but I know the layers, but I'll get into. Now nah, we all know the layers. I, I heard two stories, but it's, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Um. So prayers to him. Uh. One thing that we need to watch out for in the next maybe couple of days is what happens because I'm hearing some of these baseballs are going to get tested because these baseballs are flying at record pace. By the way, check out Ivan's article on this. It was amazing. I enjoyed it. I wanted to steal it for the show, but I didn't. I didn't know where to put it because yeah. of time. Um, you killed that man. So. They're going to have some of these baseballs tested, and we're going to see what 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 it looks like. There actually was one test done. They're going to do some more, yeah. actually. See what, you know, if there's any 
the way they're if they're being made differently, if the balls are being but, well, MLB already uh, we're getting okay. Let's we said we're not going to get into this, but MLB already admitted that they're being made differently because they're being made from a different uh, factory of some sort. Something something's changed in the way they've manufactured baseballs in the last two three years. Because when you got my, when you got dudes like Cattell Marte about to hit twenty home runs and we're not even in July, yeah, yeah, that's a problem. No, they there's more. No, I'm not crapping on Cattell Marte. Get, no, but it was this was the same thing said about Glaber Torres, and do now. You think? And now they're using the same balls in exactly. in AAA now. Yeah. yeah, but uh. Yeah, and if they're using the same balls in AAA, you know, it's a problem. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> speaking of balls with red red things on them, big right, balls. Are, are are they are they the same size? Too? All right, let's go. Yeah, gonna, so yeah, they're the same size we're too. Let, we're oh, gonna let we're gonna let that wow. that 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 Mac Miller red dot take yeah, yeah. y'all out. All right. Okay. And uh, we'll see y'all next week, man. We're Ivan's gonna be more cognitive. Uh, I was here. He was here, but I the, want, en- the energy is. I wanted. I want. I wanted. I wanted to okay. fight with you on some things, and you didn't let me fight with you. But no, even even before, um, you know, the, the fun that I had yesterday, I already told mm. you. But mm. Told you I wasn't gonna do it. Mm. You two, and I, two. we we had a little back and forth over the weekend about um, whatever it was about, and I was like, no, nah, I got nothing to say. So no, no, no. so. No, so, uh, we need that. no, but here's why I say I need that back and forth because <laughs> we do need that back and that forth. That back and forth awesome. allows me to have a different view because if I'm just stuck in my own view, then I can't see something from the other side. It's not that I want to argue and fight and call you wrong because mm. if I'm, I could be wrong. Who knows? You could make me look like an absolute fucking fool, and I'm good for it. So please indulge me sometimes. Not always, but indulge me sometimes. Speaking of indulging, we hope you indulged on this episode. We ain't got to go home, but we got to get the hell up out of here. By the way, follow the Three Clips Media Properties. Fair Defiance. Follow that show. Shout oh, yeah. to Nye and all the crew and everybody over there. Her Mr. name is Kimara. Don't say her real name on the, <laughs> <laughs> on the podcast. Anyway. She's going to feel the type of way about that. Shout to um, the bluntly stated click, man. You guys do an exceptional job every week. So Log one. Watch out. Watch for them. Ten and minute episode this week, real short. On. You need to go check hold that on. out. You made it. You made an inference earlier, which I'm not gonna get to yet. But we got another surprise for y'all coming soon. Oh, we okay. gotta go home, but we got to get the hell up out of here. All so right, peace out, y'all. Oh, I, I, I muted that on the peace out, y'all. Peace. So peace out, y'all. Cause okay. Muted my shit. Yeah. <laughs> so goodbye.